Welcome to Truths for Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall. I heard about a very wealthy man who decided that he was going to do something special for his mother on Mother's Day. He wanted to do something really special. Now, she lived away from him. He had a business that uh, didn't make it possible for him to come home on Mother's Day. So he wanted to find a very special gift and make and send it to his mother to make sure that his mother just really knew how much he loved her and valued her. So this man knew that his mother loved animals. So he went to the pet shop in the city where he lived and he saw a very expensive talking bird. And it was a very unusual bird. The, the store owner said, you know, this is a very special bird. This bird can whistle amazing grace. And, and the store owner prompted the, the bird. And in perfect tune, the bird whistled amazing grace. And then the store owner told the man that this bird could quote the 23rd Psalm. And prompted by the store owner, the bird, uh, without missing a word, uh, quoted the 23rd Psalm. This man said, this would be the perfect gift for my mother. She would value this, this bird. This would be a perfect gift. He said, I want to buy this bird. How much does it cost? The store owner said, well, this is a very special bird. This bird costs $30,000. And so the man thought about it for a moment and says, well, I have the funds. I have the resources. I'm very successful. My mom is so special to me, and I want her to know how much I love her and how special she is to me. So he bought the bird for $30,000. Then he had it arranged to have it shipped to his mother uh, to her home. So Mother's Day came, and he got on the phone that morning, and he called his mother and he said, Mom, happy Mother's Day. Did you like the bird that I sent you? She said, yes, I did, son. I loved it. It made a delicious meal for me and your father. <laughs> happy Mother's Day, right? Well... I pray that it will be a happy and special Mother's Day for all of our moms. Today I want to talk about some gifts we can give to our mother on Mother's Day. And not just on Mother's Day, but for every day, of course. And uh, things that we, we need to often do for our mothers. First of all, I think it's very important that we give our mothers affirmation. My mother is in heaven. You know, when these days come along, and Miss Ayers reminds me of when my mother's birthday is, she kind of keeps up with that. She has the way of keeping up with dates. I, I, I'm not, I don't do that. I can't do that, apparently, but she does, and she'll remind me today's your mom's birthday, or today was a special day in the life of my mother. I miss my mom every day. I had a very special mother. She was just a very simple woman, a very simple woman of faith. She loved the Lord. She loved my dad, she loved her children. She, she was, for me, the epitome of just a good, loving Christian woman. My mother is in heaven now. So this morning, while I was praying this morning and doing my morning devotions, 
I asked the Lord to send an angel to tell my mother Happy Mother's Day and to tell her that I love her. Now, I know that sounds awful sentimental, you know, and you say, well, you know, what kind of prayer is that? Does the Lord actually, you know, do things like that? I don't know, to be honest with you, but I, I, may th I think the Lord may actually do things like that for, our, for us. And so uh, this morning, uh, even though my mom's in heaven, I wished her a happy Mother's Day. This morning, I also said happy Mother's Day and a very special I love you to my wife. Uh, she is the precious mother of our children. Our children were very blessed to have the mother uh, that they have had in their life. And um, our grandchildren are very blessed to have grandmama. Uh, in their life, and they love their grandmother, and uh, she is uh, very special and very precious to our children and our grandchildren. Also, uh, wished a happy Mother's Day, and, uh, and, and I love you to my daughter, who is the mother of my grandchildren. And so this morning, I, I, I took some time to speak a word of affirmation to all of these very special mothers in my life, saying I love you. And giving affirmation to our loved ones is something that we shouldn't do just on like special days like Mother's Day. Obviously, that is something we should do every day. And on Mother's Day, it is especially something we should do for our, our mother. It is my prayer that every mother will have a Proverbs 31, 28 day. A day when their children will, will rise up and call them blessed. And a day in which their husband will praise them as well. Let me tell you something that is true. I don't know why it's true. I'm not a psychologist or a sociologist. And I don't know why it's true. I just know it's true. The older your parents get, the more affirmation they need from their children and their grandchildren. And that's just true. Uh, the more they long for affirmation and the more they need affirmation from their children and their grandchildren. I know also that Mother's Day can be a pretty hard day on some people. Maybe you're like me and your mother has passed away. If that is true today, I pray that today, like I do, I pray that you have many fond memories of your mother. And I pray that like I do, you have the blessed assurance of a heavenly reunion one day with your mother in heaven. I, I, I sometimes kind of picture things in my mind and I picture that day when I have a reunion with my mother. My mama loved to call me Chrissy. You know, I would come through the door at our house and she would say, well, there's Chrissy. Now, my mama's the only one who can call me Chrissy. You can't. <laughs> but mama can. And uh, I can just anticipate one day me going through the, the pearly gates of heaven. And there's my mom and there's my dad. And I can hear my mom now saying, well, there's Chrissy. <laughs> and having that reunion in heaven. I pray that if your uh, mother has gone on to be with the Lord, that you have the blessed assurance that one day you will have that heavenly reunion with your dear mom and maybe your father as well. Maybe you never knew your mother. Maybe your mother was not around when you were growing up. 
Maybe your mother was not necessarily a good mother. And you find it hard on Mother's Day to give your mother honor. Well, if that is true, and I know that is true for some people, and I'm sorry that it is true, but if that is true for you today, here's what I would encourage you to do. I would encourage you to turn to God for comfort and for grace and for peace. And I would encourage you to trust in God. And if you need to forgive your mom today, I would encourage you to forgive her as the Lord has forgiven you. And let me tell you, the Lord will bless you for doing that. The Lord will honor you for doing that. Maybe in your mind you think, well, my mom doesn't deserve honor. But give her honor anyway today. Give her forgiveness anyway today. And you will be the one who will get the blessing. The Lord will bless you because he did codify in the Ten Commandments, honor thy father and thy mother. And so today, let me suggest that you give your mother affirmation. Second of all, let me suggest that you give your mother affection. The very first person to touch, touch you was not the doctors and nurses at your birth. The very first person to ever touch you was your mother. Don't forget, you were wrapped in your mother's womb for nine months before you were born. And after you were born, your mother's first priority, the first thing she wanted to do, forgetting all of the pain that is associated with childbirth, the first thing she wanted to do after you were born was to hold you and to kiss you and to cuddle you. She couldn't wait to get her hands on you. <laughs> and throughout your childhood, as you were growing up, your mother gave you a lot of hugs. And she wiped your old snotty nose. <laughs> and she washed your face and she held your hands as you were learning to walk. And as you were growing up, your mother gave you a lot of hugs. And she was always touching you and rubbing you. That's an expression of her love. Now, your mother hugged you a lot. When was the last time you gave your mother a big old hug without her asking for it? As your mother gets older, she needs your touch of affection. You will never know how much a hug will mean to your mother. And so on this Mother's Day, I would encourage you not only to give your mother an affirmation that I love you, but also I would encourage you to give her affection. Give her the gift, gift of physical affection. Give her a good old hug. I wish I could hug my mama one more time. And I will one day in glory. That's the blessed promise of a blessed reunion that God gives us. So on Mother's Day, I would encourage you to give your mother affirmation. I would encourage you to give her affection. I also would encourage you to give her acknowledgement. If you were blessed to have a good and caring mother, you owe your mother a debt that you can never repay. Some years ago, a Money Magazine published an article that I came across entitled, Here's the Bill for What You Owe Your Mother. And the article said that by the time a child leaves their parents' home, in monetary terms, 
But by the time a child leaves their home, they become an adult and leave their, their, their home, they will owe their parents a big debt. And the following is an estimated tabulation of the debt a child will owe just their mother if they live in their parents' home for 19 years. Now, this was a couple of years ago. We all know inflation is hit. So these figures are even higher now than they were then. But for instance, in housing, if you live with your parents for the first 19 years of your life, your share of the rent or mortgage on your room would be around $45,000. Your mother's share of that bill, therefore, would be $22,500. That's housing. What about food? Well, the USDA estimates that the grocery bill and food cost for a child up to age 19 would come to around $43,000. So your mother's share of that bill that you owe her for food for the first 19 years of your life would be around $21,500. So, so far that's $44,000 that you would owe your mother by the age of 19. What about labor? Insure.com estimates that the value of a mother's time, labor, and effort in taking care of and providing for their children, childcare, transportation, cooking, cleaning, teaching, shopping for, monitoring, nursing, and all of the other services a mother does for her child for just one year, Insure.com says that would come to $50,000 a year. So over a period of 19 years, that bill, just for all of the labor it takes for a mom to take care of a child, would be $699,725. So the subtotal so far for what a child would owe their, their mother by the age of 19, so far, here's the bill, $743,725, or $743,725. What about lost wages? Over the course of 19 years, a mother will lose a considerable amount of money in wages and earning opportunities in order to take care for their children in order to make sure that the kids get where they need to go and they have to miss work or their child gets sick. It is estimated that over 19 years, the mother will lose a total of $60,000 in lost wages caring for their children. So here's where we are in the subtotal of what a child will owe their mother by the time they get 19 years of age, $803,725. But we're not through yet. What about clothing? How much money does a mother spend on clothing a child for 19 years? Well, let's conservatively say $40,000. That is a subtotal now of $843,725. What about a mom's contribution to loans and allowances and spending money and monetary gifts, money for a college education that a child receives? For 19 years, let's say $120,000. So here's the subtotal. If you're 19 years of age, you've lived with your mother for 19 years, here's what you owe your mom. 
$963,725. And moms say today, pay up. That's almost a million dollars in goods and services. That does not count for all of the love, the care, and the concern a mother always gives to their children, no matter how old they are. That's a lot of money. But you know what? There is not a good mother alive who will not say that they got the best end of that deal. There's not a good mother alive who will not save that for every sacrifice they have made for their child and every investment they have made for their child, it was worth it and more. Because no value can be put on a good mother's love for her child. When I first got out of high school, I went to work for a country music radio station, an AM station. This is old school country music, not, not some of this newfangled stuff that we have today. Now, there was a, a, a artist by the name of Tammy Wynette. Y'all remember Tammy Wynette? Well, she wrote, a, she wrote a song and she put it out. And it was a song in, inspired by something that she had happened with her own child. And the name of the song that she wrote and put out was No Charge. Here's the lyrics to that song. Tammy Wynette wrote, My little girl came up to me in the kitchen kitchen this evening while I was fixing supper, and she handed me a piece of paper she had been writing on. After wiping my hands on my apron, I read it, and this is what it said. Dear Mom, for mowing the yard, $5. For making my own bed this week, $1. For going to the store for you, 50 cents. For playing with my little sister while you were busy, 25 cents. For taking out the trash, $1. For getting a good report card, $5. And for raking the yard, $2. So mom, I figured it up. And after everything I did this week, you owe me $14.75. Tiny Wynette wrote, well, I looked at my little girl standing there expectantly, and a fond memory flashed through my mind. And so I picked up the pen, and I turned the paper over, and this is what I wrote. For the nine months that I carried you growing inside of me, no charge. For the nights I sat up with you, for when I doctored you and prayed for you, no charge for the toys that you chose and for wiping your nose no charge when you add up all the full cost of my love for you my dear little one there is no charge well when she finished reading what I had wrote she had big old tears in her eyes and she looked up at me and she said mama I sure do love you Then she took the pen and in great big letters she wrote, paid in full. (laughs) When you add up all the cost of real love, there is no charge. We need to acknowledge what we owe our mothers. 
The Bible talks about the debt that we owe our mothers, but it doesn't talk about our debt to our moms in terms of money. It talks about the debt we owe our mother of our love and our respect and our honor. So on this Mother's Day, I would encourage you to give your mom affirmation. I would encourage you to give her affection. And I would encourage you to give her acknowledgement for all that she has done for you. I also would encourage you on this Mother's Day to give your mother attention. For as long as they live, no matter where they go, a mother's child or children will always be on their mind. They will always be the focus of her attention. I know from my own mom, she would call me often. I was grown, married with children, her grandchildren. And she would just call me and say, well, what's happening? What's going on? How you doing? Even when I drug my family out to Mississippi to go to college, Texas to go to seminary, she would call. She was always thinking about what was happening with her little Chrissy. She can call me that, y'all can't. But I was always on her mind, and of course that was true for all of her children. As long as they live, no matter where they go, a mother's child or children will always be on their mother's mind. They will always be the focus of their attention. But listen, the older a mother gets, the more she needs to be the focus of her children's attention. And so I would encourage you, see your mother often. Call your mother often. Talk to your mother often. Do things just for your mother often. When you were growing up, your mother gave you her best time, her best care, and her best attention. She took the time to love you and to minister to you. Now that she is older, it is your time to love her and minister to her. She needs your attention. Just call her out of the blue. Go pick her up. Take her to get one of them pedicures. I don't even know what that is, but I hear them talking about it. Give her some attention. Maybe today you can say, but Brother Chris, when I was growing up, my mother was not there for me. If that is true, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I was so blessed to grow up in a Christian home. I had a wonderful Christian father and, and mother. And I learned so much about how to be a dad from my, my father. I, 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 I just, I was so blessed to grow up in a, in, a, in a Christian home where I was loved and cared for and provided for. I thought about it later in my year, in the years. We were not really rich, but I didn't know it. Because I always had plenty to eat. And I'm talking about rich in material things. I always had plenty and I was always loved. And I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I was so blessed to grow up in the home that I grew up in. But maybe you were not as blessed as that. And if that is true, I am sorry. I am sorry that that is true. But do you want to be a blessing to God? You know, often we... we, we want God to bless us. But you know, every now and then, we need to bless God. You want to be a blessing to God? If now that your mama is older, 
even though she was not there for you when you were growing up, if you want to be a blessing to God, be there for her in her old age. What a blessing you will be to God. How you will bless the heart of God if you will honor your mother, even though she may not have been there for you when you were growing up. On this Mother's Day, give your mom attention. And of course, not just for today, but for every day. And so on Mother's Day, what can you give your mama on Mother's Day? Well, it's good to give them a gift and that kind of thing. But I would encourage you to give your mother affirmation, affection, acknowledgement, attention. And finally, I would encourage you to give your mother appreciation. On Mother's Day, our mothers deserve our sincere gratitude and appreciation, but not just on this day, on every day. Take it from someone who knows you will not always have your mama. So give her appreciation while you have her. Your mother did not spend on herself until all of your needs were met. Your mother did without so that you could have what you needed and often what you wanted. Your mother gave up time for herself so she could have time to run you around. Your mother, mother gave up opportunities for herself so you would have opportunities. And so now it's time to give your mother something she desperately deserves. She deserves your appreciation. So on this Mother's Day, we honor our mothers, amen? Thank God for our mothers. And so I would encourage you to give your mom affirmation, to give her affection, to give her acknowledgement, to give her attention, to give her your appreciation. And if your mother's in heaven, well, you have my permission to ask the Lord to send an angel to say, your little one says, happy Mother's Day. Today we need to pray for moms. They're all... Oh, man, the family is in such disarray today in our country and in our culture. The family has come under such an attack. And when I say the family, I'm talking about the family as God has designed the family. Today, we need to pray for moms. There's a lot of pressure on a lot of moms. Moms who have been left to raise their children all along. You know them. We need to pray for them, don't we? We need to pray for moms who have prodigals. They did their very best to raise their children in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, but those children now have forsaken the Lord and forsaken their faith, and it breaks their heart. So we need to pray for moms with prodigals. We need to pray for moms who have children in heaven. <laughs> Today on Mother's Day, they think about their child that may no longer be here. And so we need to pray for moms who have children in heaven. We need to pray for moms who feel overwhelmed. There's so many mothers. They have such responsibility upon themselves now to provide for their families and take care of their families. And they feel so overwhelmed. Maybe you know a mom like that. It would be good to try to help them. Give them some encouragement. Give them some love. Give them some help. Amen. There are a lot of moms like that. 
We need to pray for moms who are juggling jobs and kids and aging parents. You can see the stress on their face, the, the sense the stress in their life. Bless their heart, they're trying to make a living, take care of the kids, love their kids. They got a mama or dad or both who are now older now. They're trying to do it all to take care of their family. Bless their hearts. We need to pray for moms who are foster moms. You know, there are a lot of foster moms. How special are they? to take children who may come out of some pretty tough situations and to take them into their home and, and try to be a good mother to those children. We need to pray for moms who are single and struggling to make ends meet financially. Today we need to pray for moms that may not get a card, that may not get a meal, they may not give a, get a hug, they need to pray for them because their heart aches for them. One of my favorite Mother's Day little stories was family met for Mother's Day, had a big meal. You know, Mom had made the meal for Mother's Day. Oh, no. Mom had made the meal for Mother's Day. The family gathered. And they had a good meal and everybody began to kind of scatter away, but there was a few of the kids left and mom went into the kitchen to begin to wash the dishes. They were all piled in the sink. And the kids came in there and said, mama, you're not gonna wash dishes and clean up the kitchen on Mother's Day. Just leave it till tomorrow. <laughs> Let's don't do that, okay? Let's don't do that. Oh, how we need to love our mothers and thank our God for our mothers, care for our mothers. Now, I have a hope of a reunion with my mom. My mom's in heaven. My dad's in heaven. And you say, well, how do you know they're in heaven? Well, they had a good, strong testimony of faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Uh, they, were, they were not perfect people by any means. And I don't mean to try to paint a picture that my mom and dad were perfect by any means. But they were good Christian people. And they exhibited a love for the Lord. They were faithful in the church. They were faithful to share their testimony in Christ. They, they were faithful in, in exhibiting many of the characteristics and the qualities that the Bible describes as being people of faith and those who have trusted in Jesus. I grew up in a Christian home where a lot of things were not tolerated that were unchristian, unchristian conduct and behavior, not tolerated. And Christian behavior was encouraged by my mom and dad and not only encouraged, but demonstrated by them as well. I learned not only by words as being taught, but also by the demonstration of life. My mom and dad were good and faithful Christian people. They have the hope of heaven and when they passed away, I preached their funerals. That was hard to do, you know, preach the funeral of my dad and my mom, but God helped me through it. And I figured, well, the best, the preacher that knows them more than anybody else would be me, so why not me, even though it was a difficult thing to do. And so I have a hope. I have a blessed assurance. I don't have a pie in the sky kind of hope that one day somewhere we're gonna meet again in the midst my mom and dad are in heaven walking the streets of gold today. I have that blessed assurance. 
And they planted a faith in me and that faith came to fruition and I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes when you read the Bible, you'll read about somebody dying and the statement will be made that they have now gone, they have been gathered to their people. One of these days I'm going to pass from this world and I'm going to be gathered to my people in heaven, which includes my mom and dad. And it's all based on one thing and one thing alone. That is faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the Son of God who came into this world as a human being, fully God, fully human, who lived a perfect life, qualified himself to be a sacrifice and a substitute for our sins, went to the cross, and in a way we can never understand, God took our sins, my sin, your sins, the sins of the world, all of the evil, all of the, the, the sin that we have committed in our life, took those sins and he applied those sins to Christ. He who knew no sin became sin for us. And while he was on the cross, God poured out the wrath that we deserve for our sins upon the perfect Jesus. He stood in our stead. He paid the price. He died for us. And when you give your life to Christ, what Jesus did at the cross is then taken and applied to your life. And your sins are forgiven. Your sins are not forgiven because of who you are or what you've done or because you've joined a church or might, you might have some religious content in your life. Your sins are forgiven for one reason and one reason only, Jesus Christ. He died for you and you put your faith and trust in him. And then you give him your sins and he gives you his perfection and he covers you in forgiveness and covers you in in uh, his perfection so that we are acceptable to God. And it's all because of Jesus. And I pray today you know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. My mama was very happy when I got saved. She, was, she wasn't there when I got saved, when I gave my life to Christ. She was at her church. I was at a different church. But one of the first persons, people I called after I gave my life to Christ was my mama. And I don't exactly remember what she said, but it was probably like, I'm so proud of you, Chrissy. Now, she can call me Chrissy. You can't. But I gave my life to Christ. And I have the hope of heaven and a reunion with my mom and dad. Now, what is your hope? What is your hope? Have you trusted in Christ as your Savior and Lord. Your mama may be in heaven. Are you? Do you have the blessed assurance of a reunion with your mama? If you're not a Christian, you're not going to have that reunion. That reunion is only assured to us because of Jesus, our shared faith in Jesus Christ. So if you've never given your life to Christ, today is a good day to be saved. You've thought about it. You've wanted to do it. There never seemed have to have been an opportune moment for you to give your life to Christ. Well, today is the day. Now is the time. This is the opportune time. And I would encourage you as we have our time of invitation to come forward and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be saved. And what must you do to be saved? You must acknowledge your sin, repent of your sin, trust and believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, that he rose again to make salvation possible. And you must be willing today to receive him as your savior and surrender your life to his lordship. And the Bible says, whoever calls upon the name of the Lord 
shall be saved. Hallelujah. And he will change your life today. He will change who you are. He'll change the course of your life now. He'll change your eternal destiny. You don't have to change yourself. It's God that does the changing of those who trust in him. He'll give you a new heart, new mind, new life. And I encourage you to be saved today. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Truth For Life with Pastor Teacher Chris Hall is a presentation of Hall Sports Communications. To contact us, you can send an email to chrishall71 at hotmail.com. That's chrishall71 at hotmail.com. Be sure to join us for our next program. Until then, stay safe and may God bless you.